and welcome into the show this week, Quinn. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Yourself? Um, I'm doing okay. I was a lot, uh, a lot worse before I ate before this. I was very hangry, uh, but that improved after I had some pizza. So that was good. Uh, you just ate dinner as well, and this is going to be a food podcast now. So, Quinn, what did you have for dinner? I made myself some ramen with baby corn and broccoli. This bougie ass ba- ass bastard. And it was just canned baby corn and some broccoli I bought in bulk. You added shit ramen and- to 90 oh, yeah, cent I- ramen. That's I bougie. also seasoned it a little bit. Good God. So it tastes better. Good God. How could you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge my, my love of ramen and my, my cheap ways of making it for myself. And now we're going to bring in our first ever guest for the Mustache the Drinking Podcast. Trevor, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay until Quinn said that. Now I'm a little hurt. <laughs> For those who didn't hear that, because we're we've cut that audio now, uh, Quinn said that they weren't friends, and then Trevor's audio dropped, so it sounded like he didn't <laughs> respond in, in sadness. I, it, it didn't really I drop. Thought, I just I muted myself, so I, you couldn't hear the tears. Oh, boy. All right, Trevor, well, you know, why are you on the show today? I mean, who let you in here? Yeah, well... I'm not sure who let me in. Uh, the door was open, but I'd imagine I'm here because I spent five years at a university studying hangovers. Not officially, but <laughs> there was a lot of studying. What was the? St- I can attest to that I lived with you a couple of times. What was the second thing you Once. studied? The, what is the thing you studied the second most? Uh, film. I would have said rum, but moving yeah. on. Thank you. We'll t- <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oh, bird. Ow. Quinn, what are you drinking today? I currently just took a sip of water, but actually I'm drinking uh, Smith & Forge Hard Cider, which I just opened because this week I'm committed to not actually tasting it, though I, it's the last one from the case until we start. I'm glad that you withheld yourself this time. And the thing I love about this cider is it walks that line between sweet and dry really well. And it is one of the ciders I've found that tastes like an apple. Like, not like it's made from apples, but it it has that I just bit into an apple kind of fresh taste and like all around appliness. Um, They have built to refresh on the can. And I I have to say, you know, that's not a bad slogan for what it really tastes like. What percentage? Built from apples, built to refresh. What percentage is that again? Uh, it's six. Okay. I always remember hearing that Smith and Forge hard cider was like a, like a, it'll hit you harder, but 6% isn't that much higher than your regular cider. So I guess I haven't noticed it hitting any harder than other ciders. I think I found one of uh, my new favorite ciders. I bought it because I've been told by a couple of friends that I should try it, and they were right. Better than Magners? Yes. Hmm. All right. That's the only cider you've tried well, on the show, I think. I think so. Different than Magners. Okay. I put it with, like, Loon Juice. Oh. 
Hmm. And some of those other ciders that I think are just kind of phenomenal. I'm a big fan. And this one for entirely different reasons because it it kind of steps away from the I have to really change the apple to honestly it tastes like they tried to just put apple forward and hmm. present the best apple they could. Interesting. Interesting. We'll go over to our first guest here, Trevor. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a Ramos Gin Fizz. Okay. It's, and uh, ex- Trevor, explain to us how you made that, you liar. Uh, yeah, you. good call. It's <laughs> it's a Nordeast. Good choice. Good choice. Quinn is a big fan if you've listened to the show before. I I am. I'm also a big fan of the Ramos, so I'm really disappointed right now. But <laughs> that's okay. I imagine Quinn, what's the, the disappointment is just consistent at this point. So, God damn it. What is, <laughs> what is a Gin Fizz Ramos? Uh, so I don't really know how to make one, but it's similar to that kind of egg white sour that I've made on the show in that it uses egg whites in it as a sweetener, gin, soda water, uh, I believe simple syrup. And then there's some other ingredients and I don't know what they are off the top of my head. Cause I've never actually made one. I've just had one at a bar and loved it. Okay, so it's two ounces of gin, half ounce heavy cream, half ounce lemon and lime juice, three-fourths ounce simple syrup, three dashes of that orange flower water we've talked about, one fresh egg white, and you just top it with club soda. That's interesting because it, it's just a splash of, excuse me, of fizz then. It's not, the main part of the drink is not soda water. Oh, interesting. Okay. Trevor, do you think you're capable of making this drink? Uh, maybe, but what I'm very confident that I can make is making the cap get off a of Nordeast, <laughs> the consistent flavor. You've, I think you've seen you drink those a lot. Is that one of your favorite beers? Yeah. Uh, I grew up down by, uh, Shell's Brewery who owns Grain Belt now. So I don't want to say I grew up drinking Nordeast. But that was what I drank when I started drinking. Which was 21, right? Yeah, 22, actually. Exactly. Good answer. <laughs> and This is my me. first drink, actually, that I've oh, ever wow. had. What a, what a delightful experience it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the episode today is all about the Prairie Oyster. And the Prairie Oyster is a is a hangover cure drink. So we were floating ideas about hangover cures and all this other stuff, which we will hit on a bunch of them at the end of the show. So I was like, what would you drink in the morning as a hangover cure? Uh, some greasy food, lots of water, a fish oil works good. Trevor once in college. I would just like to jump in and say, please don't drink greasy food. You're going to choke. You're either going to choke or you're going to puree it in a blender, which is equally disgusting. I'd rather choke. I'd like all of our, I'd like anyone who's willing to puree their breakfast McDonald's grease garbage and drink it. Send a video to us. I'm just dry heaved. (laughs) Don't do that. From this podcast to you, please don't. Do it. Okay. So what I thought, you know, morning coffee. Yes. So I started looking up coffee drinks because I have that coffee liqueur in my fridge for my delicious black and white Russians. And I thought, 
oh, what should I do? And then I saw Irish coffee pop up, and I'm like, I've always wanted to drink an Irish coffee. So went to the store, and I'm looking at Irish whiskey. There's not a lot of options where my liquor store, unfortunately. And I've always wanted to try the Jameson cold brew. So I bought a bottle of that for this. And I made an Irish coffee and I use decaf coffee because we are currently recording at 1030 at night. And I'm going to be up all night if I drink regular coffee. I'll probably be up more than I should with just the decaf. But so it's one and a half ounces of Jameson of any Irish Irish whiskey. I picked the Jameson cold brew. And then I put 12 ounces of coffee in it. And then it's two tablespoons of brown sugar. And then you mix that up. And then on top, you put whipped cream. And it said light, very light whipped cream and an inch layer. And my mom had just bought this coconut whipped cream that's, like, got nothing to it. It's from Aldi. And uh, it's, like, one calorie or something like that. It's crazy. One carb. How does that taste different? Is it a little bit less thick and rich? or For... How does it taste different? Here? What do you mean? Compared to like a normal cream. Is it made? With... No, it's out of like a whipped cream can. Oh, okay. Like a... It's just a coconut flavored whipped cream. It's, it's, it's yes, but it's made with coconut water. And I think it's just basically creamed coconut water. I don't understand how it works. Okay. In... How does, how does that change the flavor to like a regular whipped cream is what I'm asking. Oh, it just tastes, it's just, a, it's, 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 it's lighter it doesn't have as much flavor to it from like a whipped cream it doesn't have any of that sugar flavor at all and it has a coconut overtone huh oh okay it's very intra it's it's not good on its own i'm gonna be honest i did not <laughs> like it i did not like it when i just sprayed it in my mouth and i was like oh it's nasty no wonder it's so good for you and then i was like this was a mistake yeah. and then i was like you know what? I got to put this in a drink. That's the first thing I saw when I saw it even before I tried it. I'm like, well, I got to put this in a drink for the show. And I figured, you know, it would taste less shitty if it was in something. So I put it on top of this one, mixed it in. And it's got like a, it just puts like a little bit of coconut flavor in the back of the drink, like on the back of the tongue. Very interesting. And I do like it. I do. But yeah, it's like a can, like a, yeah, like a can of coconut cream kind of coconut whipped cream kind of thing. My coffee's cold now, so it's not as good, but so like I said, that coconut sits on the back of your tongue, and what comes forward is that coffee flavor. I have a quick trip coffee, so it's a little bit of a sweeter decaf. And then right at the back, you can kind of taste that Irish whiskey kind of come through in the middle, kind of the middle of it, because it's all mixed together. I don't quite know what the brown sugar is doing. Quinn, maybe you can explain to us what the brown sugar would do in this kind of drink. I mean, I think that's just adding some sweetness to it. Fight that bitter flavor from the coffee somewhat. And the bite of the whiskey, maybe? Right. Okay. Yeah, I thought I think it's good. Even act as a bridge to the whiskey between the coffee, because it'll be a more molassesy taste, which might be similar to the sweetness of the whiskey. So it'll kind of draw them together. I'd love to try this with just regular Irish whiskey. Um, the decision to use the cold brew was because I wanted to try that. I wanted to have a bottle of that on hand so I could try it and drink it in other things. Um, but it, it's overall it tastes. Did you try that on its own? Yes, I did. How is that? I've been looking at it as well. It's really, really good. It still has that whiskey burn, that, Jam that Jameson burn. It still has that Jameson flavor at the forefront. 
but it finishes coffee. And I think that's really cool. Um, and I really like the flavorful, like cold brew flavor in the back of my throat. And you said you like a strong coffee too. It's not like a strong coffee flavor, but it is a, it is a finishes with a coffee flavor. You know, who also likes a strong coffee, Trevor, uh, his double brews. Yeah. Uh, double brews got me through college. What's a, what's a double brew? A double brew is when you take a you make a pot of coffee, and then oh gross! You put it back through the coffee maker. Yep, you put that into the res- reservoir, and make another pot of coffee out of that, oh, just like God. you normally would. But instead of water, you're using that first pot of coffee. Do you change your grounds, or do you leave yours in when you do a double brew? I add more grounds. Mm-hmm. I, I would. I change mine. Yeah, you put different new grounds in. That's what he. That's what you meant, yeah. right, Trevor? Yeah, exactly. You're not using the same grounds over you again. Would you use the same ground. That would do nothing. <laughs> it maybe you'd get a little bit more out of them, but not yeah. Much. So what I do is I leave those old grounds in, and I pile new grounds on top of it just to make sure all the old grounds are empty after that. And when you drink a pot of double brew coffee, you can feel your eyebrows vibrating off of your face, (laughs) which is really a unique experience that you should have. I'm just getting the image of Mr. Potato Head version of you losing their eyebrows after a little bit here. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wouldn't recommend picturing that. Okay. Double brew. Double brew coffee. I, Irish coffee done here. Moving on to the next show topic. <laughs> oh boy. All right. I'm glad Trevor's on. We are talking about. Say it the, more convincing. We are talking about the prairie oyster in this episode. And those of you who don't know about the prairie oyster, um, you might gag here. So be ready for that to come through. But I'm going to turn this one over to our guest to talk about uh, the star of tonight's show. Yeah, so uh, a prairie oyster is a hangover cure from the early 1900s. It probably comes from before then, uh, but there's not really a good history before that point. Uh, What it is, is you take an egg yolk, no whites, just the yolk. You add some Worcester sauce, some hot sauce salt and pepper and you just throw that down like a shot you have to make sure that the yolk isn't broken because it's an oyster after all so it's got that that shape um yeah that's a, a hangover remedy that that definitely works see and i made a different version of that i actually uh Trevor, I know you know this, but Andrew, do you know Cowboy Bebop, I, the anime? I've heard of it. I have not watched it. So I'm not the biggest anime fan <laughs> in the world, but that is an amazing anime. It is incredible. And in one of the episodes, the main character, Spike, orders a prairie oyster, and it's the exact same thing, except they add a splash of gin to theirs. Which some people would argue is an amber moon, but that, yeah. Just a splash? Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, just a splash. It just, it doesn't sound like it would 
Like I understand that it's, it, it's mostly for the flavor. I who, believe. Okay. Okay. Quint- so the recipe I followed comes from a YouTuber. Uh, how to drink? You already lost me. Oh, never mind. Uh, never mind. <laughs> and so, if you haven't checked out his channel, you should. Um, there's some great ideas oh, yeah. of uh, versions of stuff from pop culture and different drinks. So I just wanted to make that one because the first place I ever saw the Prairie Oyster was Cowboy Bebop. Trevor, I'm sure you can agree, is magnificent. Indeed. And I think that's where I picked up the Prairie Oyster from as well, was watching Cowboy Bebop while hungover one day, or morning, (laughs) not day, general, but... And it was, may have been daytime. It may have been yeah. night, for all we know. It, yeah, noon, 6 p.m., what's really the difference? What is time but a construct? <laughs> so <laughs> Trevor made the regular prairie oyster, the the original, if you might, if you must. The OG. The OG prairie oyster. <laughs> Quinn made the Cowboy Bebop prairie oyster, and I made an abomination because I didn't have any Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. Worcestershire, that Worcester. kind of sauce. And um, I use soy sauce because I read online that it was a acceptable uh, replacement. I also read, uh, Quinn, I'd like to get your, your opinion on this. Uh, the second option was mix soy sauce and ketchup together and put it in. That sounds so bad. I gagged a little bit just reading it. I don't uh, No. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> it was because of the the flavors within the sauces, not because of the consistency. But I just can't get over what the consistency Right. Is. I see what they're trying to do with the ketchup that they're adding. And I'm sure it's just like the tiniest dollop or even uh, like droplet of ketchup if, in all honesty. That, yeah. But I just know <laughs> making the – don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth the effort. <laughs> Just get a bottle of Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. I got a bottle for four buck, five bucks today, and it will probably last me seventeen years. The foreseeable future and on. It'll last you until you find it in your cabinet five years expired and go, yeah, well, it's probably time. And then you'll throw it away. Yeah, I don't think I've ever used Worcestershire sauce outside of a prairie oyster. Okay, but the restaurants I've worked at have all had it on hand. And it's always it's used so much in the kitchen, not in the kitchen, on the floor at both restaurants. It was on the floor for guests to ask for. And I think twice in my five years of serving, I had it asked for. And I was like, what sandwiches? I think it was put on. I'm getting it mixed up with malt vinegar because we had malt vinegar for fries, which sounds awful. But that's not bad. Oh, I just can't do it. Quinn. I, I respect your opinion on this matter. I just, I can't. I just, oh, God, there's so many better options for your fries. What about mayo on fries? That's, Where do you stand with that? the option I would pick, yes. That's number one. What? <laughs> the number one, I'm, I will die on this hill. The number one thing to dip your fries in is mayo. You will die sauce. alone on that hill. <laughs> fancy sauce, <laughs> mayo and ketchup. Okay, what is your guys' opinion? What's the number one thing to dip your fries in? Spicy ranch. Average option, Quinn. I'm an average guy. I'm gonna say like a kind of sweet Thai, like spicy sweet Thai sauce. I should have expected something weird from him. Yeah, it was definitely gonna be and something. Actually, ritzy. in in the kitchen where I worked, we would. 
whenever we made fries for ourselves, we'd mix barbecue sauce and our Thai sauce together. Hmm. And, oh, that was delicious. Was it homemade Thai sauce? Yeah. And homemade barbecue sauce. What did you guys use for your, is it a bourbon barbecue there? Uh, yes. Make me. And it's a ketchup base. Ketchup based Thai? Instead of a. No, no, ketchup based barbecue oh, instead uh. of mustard based barbecue. Oh, oh, that would be a terrible. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh god, it. No, I just, I can't, I can't do it. I'm kitchen okay. illiterate, and I thought that sounded bad. <laughs> okay, I didn't know ketchup was a base of barbecue sauce either. Is that to get the consistency, or? No, it's the consistency and the flavor. It, tomatoes are often a base as well. Or else, uh, Carolina style, you use mustard as a base. Neither, nothing of that sounds good. Stop telling me things that ruin barbecue sauce. <laughs> I'm just teaching you to make it on your own. Why would I make it on my? Good God! Oh, like because it'll taste better. No, the bur- I can just steal it from the restaurants I work at, where it's also homemade. That's However, a good thing to say in public. Well, it's not steal. It's like take a three ounce portion cup and bring it home. Well, there's. No one's going to care if three ounces of barbecue sauce are gone with my meal. Well, you didn't specify Cut that. Next you just episode, said stealing We have barbecue. to announce that we're going. That we're going what, Quinn? Uh, we're going full-time into this because you lost your job. <laughs> I'm just getting the image of Andrews like, sneaking out the back door with a barrel of barbecue sauce. Like, it's only a three-ounce cup. Just as the hamburger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> just as the hamburger would. Great, thanks, guys. I'm the hamburger now. Here we go. That mental image is amazing. Who, who the hell let Trevor on this show? You and you two are playing off of each other far too much. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. Anything else we should hit on Trevor on the prairie oyster? Hmm? Uh. It's good. You well, actually, I have a question solo. for you. Are you supposed to break the yolk at all drinking it? Or no, no, you do not break the yolk. If okay. you break the yolk, you done fucked up. You gotta start over again. You... Well, but like, even swallow. in drinking it, should you try and pop the yolk? No, it? no, you just let her slide right on down. Because it's and supposed then, to be like swallowing an oyster. And then it sits in your stomach and soaks up all that disgustingness from last night. I, I... Then you're just hanging out with an egg yolk for a while. Wouldn't the acid pop it right away? Probably. Exactly. All right. Oh, Ready? Are we drinking these? Oh, I didn't bring a puke bucket. I. The garbage is only far. Oh, they only right there. You'll be okay. <laughs> Just. No. Deep I've done this before. Wait, hold on. Before we before we do this, Trevor, you didn't drink yours yet, did you? I have not drank mine. No. Before we drink these. Everybody tell me your first time that you had a prairie oyster. Starting with Quinn. I haven't. Quinn hasn't? Oh, what? no. Oh, no. Ooh. <laughs> okay, this is perfect. Trevor? <laughs> yeah, hung over one day uh, and watching Cowboy Bebop, and I saw that particular episode, and I figured it's worth a shot to not feel like existence is pain. So I made myself a prairie oyster, took her down, and uh, yeah, it, it it tastes good, 
the feel the first time I definitely put in way too much hot sauce. So it was kind of like I was swallowing a fireball. And I think what worked for that in that instance was I felt abysmal for about 10 seconds. And then the hot sauce and the Worcester sauce kind of just burned away all of the alcohol in my body. I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, I wasn't a science major, but it definitely felt better. Cinematically, it was perfect. Yeah, indeed. There would have been a Dutch angle into a standard angle. Perfect. I want everyone to know that the first time I had a prayer, it was handed to me by Trevor when I was not hungover at all. Yeah. (laughs) At our friend's bachelor party. And he wasn't letting anybody get away with not having one. He brought everything for it. And he was just making them in the kitchen going, how hot do you like this? And they were like, what? And he goes, okay. Puts a little bit in and hands it to them. They didn't have any choice. And oh, I was like, most people were down for it. You were the only one that was like, I don't know if I want to take this. Yeah, because it's a raw egg yolk, which I've never had before, before that. <laughs> It's but fine. It wasn't bad. And after I had it, I was like, hmm, that was surprisingly not awful. Yeah. I, I just but, remember the uh, the following night, uh, the groom-to-be oh, wanted a preemptive prairie oyster at like 2 a.m. And I was like, I don't think that's how it works, but I'm not I'm not smart enough to say it isn't. So Did he? Did he take one? Yeah, we both did. Oh God! And oh, uh, spoiler no. on that How story. Did that sit? Yeah, it, it hurt. Okay. Uh, it hurt. Did you vomit? Did I vomit? no, no. I'm just saying after you've had a significant oh, amount of alcohol, and significant, significant. You amount. were you were there. It was a was significant there. amount of alcohol <laughs> after a German Oktoberfest. Oh God! Yeah, when you add. I mean, my motor skills weren't quite as great, so the hot sauce, again, was copious. And when you put essentially a third of a shot of hot sauce into your stomach on top of a significant amount of alcohol, uh, your stomach sends divorce papers the next day. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Are we going to take them all together, or should we make Quinn go first, and then we'll go into session and talk about it? I'd say let's just go together. Oh, so Quinn goes first? Yeah, Quinn goes first. I like that. All right, Quinn. Okay. Not bad. Tastes kind of good. <laughs> it's a little hot. It's Worcestershire, salty, peppery. And tastes a little bit like gin. How much and uh, what kind of hot sauce did you use? Hmm. There we go. I now clearly taste crystal hot sauce. <laughs> that's what I That's used. the best hot Atta sauce. Atta boy. God, I love that hot it sauce. How much did you put in? Uh, three, four splashes. Okay. I put too much. Are you ready, Trevor? Uh, yeah. I am, going, I am going to suffer through this. Hey, you'll enjoy it. I didn't have the master make it this time. Yeah. Ah, uh, some good. Stuff. Okay, 
I used Frank's Red Hot because that's all we had. The feeling I never enjoy going down your throat. It's very odd. It had been sitting for a long time. The soy sauce was strong and is mixing with the hot sauce to burn all the way down my throat. (laughs) (laughs) And I think the salt and pepper cut all the way down my throat to make it worse. (laughs) Bad. So you're just, I've enjoyed mine and you're having the worst experience. It's not the worst, but my eyes are definitely watering. I wish I was hungover right now, so this would feel better. Yeah, that this is the first time I've taken one just sober and not hung over. It's not a bad, bad time, but it definitely doesn't have any benefits. God, okay, I need some water. Okay, water. <laughs> that soy sauce, God, that had to have been salty. Yeah, it would have just gone without the salt. I put far too much hot sauce in that. And well, soy sauce in general. (laughs) That's just a mistake. Oh, God. One of the other options was frickin' fish sauce. What? Yeah. I could see that. Honestly, fish sauce and a little bit of soy sauce together, that would probably work as a better replacement than soy sauce and ketchup. Oh, God. I didn't put ketchup in it, thank God. <clears throat> yeah, that just sounds like a a dare that someone would do is just catch up in an egg yolk. That's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> All right, that's your next thing for the show right now, Trevor. I want you to go to the kitchen and get an egg yolk and some ketchup and eat that. <clears throat> I I've only got two eggs left. And that's <laughs> breakfast tomorrow, so it's gonna be a no. Oh, good God. Oh, okay. Quinn, are you feeling better? Are you are you back on the mic? You were quite far away. Oh, sorry about that. I adjusted my mic so I could drink that prairie oyster. Ah, I see. I see. Put it up too far. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I think that's uh how how we feel about the prairie oyster. I haven't I hadn't heard about it before Trevor gave it to me. Uh so if I, you don't watch Cowboy Bebop, you might not even know what this is. Um, and I haven't really heard about it since other than when like my friends brought it up or I brought it up to my friends, I guess. So uh, it's kind of an interesting drink. And uh, as I was reading today during research, there was a lot of things that said, uh, well, there's nothing to suggest that this would work as a hangover cure, but there's nothing that that's in it that would hurt you either. So if it works, go ahead and try it, which I kind of thought was funny because I kept reading that. Basically, everything about Hangover Cures was, well, we don't know why this works, but if it works for you, don't stop. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's every Hangover Cure. is like, this probably doesn't work, but go for it. Just the placebo effect My times a thousand? Like Hangover Cure is a like one liter bottle of Sprite. You drink a little bit of it and then pour in a five-hour energy extra berry. Yeah. And sip that throughout the day. It works amazingly. That just reminds and me of freshman year. Or, I mean, whatever year of college I was 21 <laughs> during. Oh, God. Oh, is it, did, did you two met 
when you what what year again? We met on our what fourth day of college in a philosophy class, something like that. Yep, I would have so failed miserably. Where I spent probably ten minutes per class period in class because we could go home once we finished the homework. Yeah, it it's a miracle that we ever talked because I took the whole class time to do my homework and I usually did it very incorrectly. Knights and knaves are both bullshit. You can never <laughs> tell me otherwise. I don't care if they're both lying. I'm never going to be on their island. I'm too poor to go to islands. <laughs> Okay. Okay, Trevor. <laughs> um, the reason I asked that is because, Quinn, is this something that you've drank for a long time? Like, even not as a hangover cure, but just in general, have you been drinking it since, like, high school? Yeah, I used to drink it at the movie theater uh, that I worked at through high school. And then I was an assistant manager at that I went back to over the summers uh, from college for a little while. I drink that instead of like energy drinks in the morning. It's just a very interesting you even you being a coffee lover, so for you to, you know, fear away from that a little bit to get more of a kick throughout your day or more of those vitamins you talked about. Uh, maybe explain to the audience why you would mix it into a liter of Sprite. So from what I've heard, Five hour energies don't really work very well if you just say sit at your desk and quick chug one and then go back to just being stationary at your desk because you need some kind of movement to get your blood going to actually circulate those vitamins through your system before they pass through your system. And so mixing it into like that large volume, you're drinking those vitamins slowly throughout the day, sipping it and actually, you know, getting that energy that you know, having a lot of vitamins causes. Yeah, sounds sounds good. I wonder what else you could do that with. I wonder how bad it would taste if you dissolved like a multivitamin into Sprite, mixed it up and then drank it. Would you get the same effect? <laughs> sure, I guess. It probably wouldn't taste great. Unless you found a really good tasting multivitamin. Oh god! I but in my experience, they all taste like they shit. They all taste like shit. They're so gross. I don't understand why they taste so bad. Like, why can't you give me a multivitamin that doesn't taste like ass but isn't a gummy? <laughs> Those Flintstone vitamins. That, the ones that they gotta are, come back. Like chalk. Those ones. Yeah, they still exist. They, Flintstone they vitamins do. still exist. Yeah, they're for kids. Flintstone vitamins. Yeah. Uh, it's the first I've heard of those in a while. I I need to go buy some. Trevor, you're a grown adult. They're for kids. I don't care. <laughs> He's a child at heart. Oh, God. Here we go. I am. I'm just really three children stacked on top of each other wearing a trench coat. So, And, oh, God. You guys can drink? <laughs> yep. That's... <laughs> I think, gonna get, I, I think we're going to get I think we're going to get in trouble now. <laughs> yeah, my ID is just written in crayon. It says I is 21. Damn it, small Trevor's. <laughs> yeah, that was the middle one that wrote it. 
We fucking hate see, him. He never sees the light of day. How could how could he write it? Yeah, he looks a little bit like Schmeagle. <laughs> what about the bottom one? Bottom one, dude got calves. Every day is like day for him. Yeah. <laughs> so as we roll to the next part of our show here, what other different hangover cures did you find? And let's just kind of go in a row and we'll go one by one and you can name um, one of the other ones that you found. And we'll just go until we run out of uh, ideas. So let's start with Trevor because he's our esteemed guest. Oh, that's building me up too much. Uh <laughs> The, the interesting one that I found, and I kind of suspected it, but I looked up hangover cures from Norway. And can you guess what's listed there as a, a Norwegian hangover cure? Oh, gross. Yeah. It's lutefisk. Oh, God. The worst smell in the world is microwave lutefisk, and I hate you to this day. It was Trevor. one time. It was a bad call. I've only apologized so much. It tasted okay. You love lutefisk, don't I you? I do love lutefisk. But what oh. Quinn's referring to is when I lived, that year I lived with him in college, I couldn't find any lutefisk like cooks to go to. Uh, so I bought some lutefisk oh, and no. I made it in the microwave and our house smelled like oh. lutefisk for three days. And I'm pretty sure if I hadn't locked That's my bedroom door, one of our roommates or Quinn would have killed me because it also not an understatement. It, it was a potent smell. Why did you make it in the microwave and not the oven? Cause I was in a hurry. I had to get to class and I needed some lutefisk. That's a poor that's a poor answer. <laughs> it, it is. I can't give you a rich one. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I just feel bad for a roommate whose door was about 25 feet from the microphone. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I still feel bad about that, but <sighs> the lutefisk tasted okay. So uh, One that I found as I was scrolling through was Pedialyte and Gatorade. That one does wonders. I could imagine. It seems really similar to kind of what I'm going for with the five-hour energy, except Pedialyte is that on steroids. Yeah. we Whenever we go to German beer festivals like Oktoberfest or Bachfest, we always bring along Pedialyte for the next morning. And every time it works like a charm. Like a case of it too, right? Yeah. Well, not a case. We just grab one for each of us. So we'd have maybe four or five Pedialytes in the car. And it, it works wonders. You just start drinking it as soon as you wake up the day after. <laughs> I love it, that Pedialyte was for children. It, it and is. Then, and then completely did a 180. And their whole marketing scheme is to drunk or hungover college students now, basically. <laughs> Essentially. It, it used to be like, your kid needs nutrition. I. Uh, by Pedialyte, and now it's you degenerate. You need to get your nutrients back. Drink me. I guess I haven't seen a Pedialyte ad in a long time. I didn't know they suddenly got so dark. I thought they were still for, you know, children and people who just need more nutrients. Mm. Well, shit. No, they've definitely made the swing toward their 
the people who are actually buying their product and definitely leaned heavily into that turn toward hungover people drinking this. Yeah, because you know who can't buy things? Babies. Children. <laughs> but hungover college students can. I'm still waiting for the ad that's like, you need the strength to look at your phone and see all of those drunk texts you sent to your ex. <laughs> Grab yourself oh. some Pedialyte. Swallow <laughs> some shame. <laughs> oh boy, that hits close to home for Trevor and I. Hashtag Pedialyte. <laughs> hashtag not a sponsor. Hashtag please don't sue us. Please don't text your ex. <laughs> don't never text your ex it's not worth it i promise you been there made that mistake <laughs> it's always a good time oh god okay so the first thing i looked up was russian hangover cures and this makes me happy because there's a list of seven of them and they're amazing is number one just tell yourself you are not hungover <laughs> <laughs> it should be but it's not uh, it says the best and most well-known and popular hangover cure for Russia um, is pickled cucumbers. Now, did you guys know that pickled cucumbers were a good hangover cure? Aren't I've heard pickles and pickle juice before, which uh, pickles are pickled, pickled cucumbers. I, I was about to say, isn't isn't it just a pickle? A pickled <laughs> cucumber, just a pickle. It but I didn't want to sound like a fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Like I it already might be have. a shorter pickle. I'm not familiar with Russian pickles. Okay, so they normalize your sodium and water balance in your body and work miracles for an upset stomach, it says. By eating cucumbered pickles or drinking pickle juice, you can get rid of a hangover much faster. So that one's easy. That's the pickleback. I think that one makes sense. But that's not a Russian hangover cure. <laughs> that does just sound I mean, like... I guess it is if it's popular there. I mean, very true. Yeah, very true. Uh, should I go through the whole list? Because these are kind of funny. It definitely, yeah. So number two is sour cabbage. Uh, it says, here's yet another hangover remedy, which involves pickled vegetables, a treasure trove of vitamin C and probiotics. Russians answer to sauerkraut AIDS. And oh, hold on. Sorry, I didn't read that correctly. Russia's answer, Russia's answer to sauerkraut aids an irritated digestive system and helps retain more water. Try sour sour cabbage with cranberries for a fast-acting cure. That sounds so bad. I've heard sauerkraut and kimchi before as cures, so that doesn't seem that out of base. And I guess the cranberries are... Uh, I just don't like cranberries. That's same. <laughs> I, I like cranberries and I like sauerkraut, but not together. That sounds so bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Okay. I... I think it could work. Moving on. Fermented dairy. Fermented milk products also help relieve digestive stress and positively affect... Oh, like kefir? Uh, or fast food. It says cool fast food yogurt milk. It looks like... Okay, kefir is a yogurt. Oh. Like thick milk in a... Hold on. <laughs> have you ever had... Yeah, it has kind of like a fizz to yeah, it. Yeah, have you ever had yogurt milk before no god no i got it once from the uh the greek place just down the street from me there's a, a greek uh like quick shop uh kind of like the one or... when we went to college okay. and i picked it up because it looked exactly like a pint of milk and i was like oh. i could use some milk right now and didn't look at it any further 
until I drank some and oh. thought I got hosed and sold sour milk. Oh, oh yeah, that it is a shocking if you're thinking it's regular milk. Yeah. Oh, oh it was horrifying. Andrew, you should try it. It's honestly really oh, good. What does it taste like? It kind of like a yogurt, except so it's really high in probiotics. And unlike yogurt, where not many of those probiotics are living, in kefir, they're much more active. So they are better for you because you're getting more probiotics with it. Yeah, it's, it's but does, because of that, it, it has a fizz to it, so it's a little bit carbonated, oh, which so the, can be a little weird at first. But it's it's so good. The, the fizz is just anytime I'm feeling really sick or taking like antibiotics for something, I always buy kefir. Where do you get it from? Greek places? Then you can buy buy it at most grocery stores. Interesting. Oh, it does say kefir here in the description. So, oh, it just sounds so bad. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely gonna have to try it though. I yeah, will. I wasn't a fan. You didn't like it, Trevor? Yeah. It, it... I prefer the flavored like strawberry kefir to plain. That sounds better. I like. I haven't ever given it a real chance because when I tried it, it was. You thought it was Oh, milk. you're not milk. <laughs> I hate you now. <laughs> Gross. Get away I spent from Why is this bubbly? You. Uh, see, the carbonation, I think, would help with your hangover as well, if you bring it back to that. Because I know people... I did read that just to drink a can of Coke, and uh, that'll cure your hangover. And that worked for people. And I know that a couple of my friends will, like, religiously, after drinking... They'll wake up and crack open a can of Mountain Dew and drink that. Oh, like, that sounds painful. Yeah, it like it doesn't sound good, but the carbonation like settles their stomach, I guess. And I, Coke is heavy. I could see ginger ale. Mountain Dew would. Oh, yeah. that wouldn't be good for me. Right? Just the sheer amount of sugar in that would. Oh, yeah. No. Like I guess I get like Coca Cola because it's like heavy and it would settle on your stomach. I think. But oh, I just. Okay, moving on. Uh, the next one is a hearty bowl of soup. I can't a bowl of fatty soup. Okay. It says so. Quinn, do you think that would that would help? I mean that yeah. We put a burger on our menu called the haystack, which is a patty with hash browns and cheese and an egg. Mm. And that that was a hangover cure one we put on, and that same kind of concept, lots of fat and carbs. It says that the king of hangover soups is an Armenian beef hash. I will have to look up the recipe and just, in general, make You it. should definitely make that and eat it for a show. <laughs> oh, this episode. <laughs> oh, that, that's... Quinn doesn't have a drink. <laughs> it's just him sipping on a spoon. Mm, yeah, it's just an episode of me slurping. <laughs> Quinn, your favorite is coming up next. The next Russian hangover cure is tomatoes. They're rich in uh, lycopene. They soothe the inflammation in your stomach. A couple of peeled tomatoes. Peeled? What the? With a dash of salt or a glass of tomato juice are exceptionally simple yet effective hangover remedies. This is probably in addition to what last week's episode with the Bloody Marys being a good hangover cure as well. 
I mean, it makes sense. I would just never do it because I do not like raw tomatoes. I want you to eat a peeled tomato. Why would you peel a tomato? Why wouldn't you just cut it in slices and then put the stuff on it and then eat it? I don't understand why you would peel it. Maybe you don't like the skins. Maybe there's something that's in the skins that isn't in the rest of it that might not be great when hungover. What is the skin? What? I don't know. I I know generally skins of fruits, which a tomato is because yeah. it's a fruit, um, are higher in minerals and other like concentrations of things. So I wonder, since I know tomatoes contain some nicotine because they're a nightshade, I wonder if that nicotine is mostly in the skins and that's where the other toxins from it being a nightshade are. Is that why people... I don't know for sure. Is this though. why people are addicted to ketchup? Maybe. No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one, which I think is my favorite on the list, is uh, a, co- a lemon, coffee, and a shot. The only hair of the dog hangover cure on this list is believed to have been invented by Tsar Nicholas II, which explains why it's referred to as the Nicholas Shaka. Sprinkle some ground coffee and confectioner's sugar over a slice of lemon, eat the snack in one bite, and wash it down with a shot of vodka or brandy. Damn it! I wish I would have found this before because I would have done this. Oh, I would have tried that. That sounds delicious. It sounds really good. It sounds really good. Next time I'm hungover, I'll try that out. So I'll let you know tomorrow. Would you pick vodka or brandy tomorrow? I, I, <laughs> I do brandy. I'm not a vodka kind of guy. It's almost like you and Quinn are the same person. We are very different we, people. We are very, very different people. <laughs> but I always I think, say that we're similar just to piss him off. I, I, think I, would sh- funny. I think I would shoot the vodka <laughs> because... If you're hungover, I feel like that would go down better. But nothing's going to go down super great when you're hungover. <laughs> okay. See, I'm on the opposite side. I think the brandy would go down better. Really? Because you'd have a taste other than just alcohol. Well, I think that... I wonder what the taste would be. Because that that lemon and sugar is going to be a strong flavor in your mouth and i don't think the alcohol is going to wash it away oh that is fair i wasn't thinking about that and i guess yeah. that that may, might be the reason for the lemon coffee and confectioner's sugar is so that you don't taste the alcohol and you're just doing the hair of the dog cure to get that alcohol into your system i guess that, 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 that makes sense and you're that cure makes no sense to me. Like, sorry, just the hair of the dog in general. Just start drinking again. Because your body is having trouble processing the alcohol in its system and the effects of the alcohol on it. So here, let's just make more of those effects happen. Yeah, it it just deadens the effect of the hangover for a while. <laughs> yeah, until you crash from processing the sugar that was in it and then you're just where you started, but slightly worse. Okay. Have either of you gone on like a multi-day bender where you just got up and started drinking again after you were hungover? I think we all know the answer to that. Okay. Uh, Trevor, what, how was it? How, did it get worse? And did you let the hangover like hit you before you started drinking again? Um, 
so mine was graduation weekend from college. Uh, Our establishment thought that, uh, thought that, that having graduation be on the May 4th Cinco or uh, May 5th. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, May 5th Cinco de Mayo was going to be a good idea. Oh my God. It was not. (laughs) Someone made a meme of a screenshot of a text I sent that said, I can't drink four nights in a row. And then he had another picture, which was the always sunny in Philadelphia title card that just got edited to say Trevor drinks four nights in a row. And he was, he was accurate <laughs> Good God. that, that fourth day or no, technically the fifth morning I, I did feel like I had died and, uh, <laughs> It was painful. It, How it was, long was the hangover? It it was a solid like day long hangover. Oh my god! I watched all three of the Mummy movies starring America's sweetheart Brendan Fraser, <laughs> and then the Scorpion King and the Scorpion King two, which were just kind of letdowns, but all hungover. Uh, all yeah. All hungover. It it was it was a very rough Monday, I think. <laughs> oh, and I'm really glad I had asked for I think he two days off from work and my boss when I came in like after I had requested those two days off, he was like, I'm giving you five. I, I don't even want to see you for like a couple days after your graduation day. Because I know who you are as a person. <laughs> Oof. Like, oh. thanks, man. And then you took advantage of it. <laughs> oh, I definitely took advantage of it. That was, it, it was a real, it was a real fun time. There was a lot of karaoke in those four nights. Oh my God, that's amazing. That <laughs> Not all amazing. the bars had karaoke, but my life motto is <laughs> any bar is a karaoke bar if you try hard enough. Oh my god! How many? Oh god! I just can't imagine all the bars you got kicked out of. I, I did not get kicked out of any of those bars. They just let you sing karaoke on non-karaoke nights. <laughs> if you're at your booth and just singing along to the songs, they're generally not going to kick you out. <laughs> oh, it's karaoke, but you don't get to choose the song. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, or maybe you do. No. Trevor probably put like fifty bucks into touch tunes and oh, I love touch tunes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So I have technically had a by definition bender because that is when you drink two weeks in a row, or like every day for two weeks. Oh boy. Uh it was when I was in Europe. And we weren't going out and, like, getting hammered every night. But a a weird thing happened when we were in Ireland. Any night that we went out and we were like, yeah, we're going to go and you like, party tonight. We ended up in bed by, like, midnight. But any night we're like, oh, we're going to stay in and just hang out at the hostel. We stayed up until 5 a.m. And the the whiskey was gone. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'd I'd like to just interject real quick and say I don't think it can be considered a bender if it's in Ireland 
It was in Ireland, Scotland, and Germany. Yeah, you just named three places. The three of where us each just... picked a country. They... <laughs> All of those the best part places was just have alcohol on tap. Scotland. Exactly. Was uh, they had it was like fifty different scotches at their in hostel bar. And they were all like five bucks US, so like two pound fifty at the time. And they were just amazing scotches that here would be so much more expensive. Yet yeah. and there were so many nights where we just went, Do we really want to go out? I mean <laughs> the scotch list. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they just added four new ones. We could drink those. <laughs> and we'll look at the last one on our list here for Russian hangover cures. It's going to be just eggs. Nothing else. It just says eggs. If you'll try anything once, you can test these egg-based hangover cures packed with amino acids. Eggs improve liver function, help flush out toxins. This is all in, in tap with our prairie oyster, the key to this episode. Only the truly brave can handle this one. Blend together one raw egg, a tablespoon of lime juice, a dash of pepper, and a pinch of salt. Then drink it all in one gulp. This remedy only works if you've taken on an empty stomach. (laughs) Alternatively, try this version, which is slightly more pleasant to consume. Squeeze Squeeze the juice of one lemon and three oranges, and then blend it together with one egg yolk and three tablespoons of honey, and you'll feel better in no time. Interesting. That actually sounds kind of pleasant and delicious. That last yeah, one does do sound that. that does sound good. It doesn't have the kick or the bite of the prairie oyster, which you know is the point of it. It's very sweet and smooth. It would be. Hmm. I I don't know if I'd be able to do that one. Just like the sweetness while I'm hungover, I can't do. You can't. Not at all. Nah, I need hot food. Uh, like spicy food just to, to burn away the regret. I, I, what? Spicy food. When you're hungover? Yeah. Yes. What? You you burn away the regret. Uh, oh. I just like spicy food. I know you do, Quinn, but not hungover. Happy place. Yeah. Happy place. For oh me, it's God. either spicy food or biscuits and gravy. And if I can get some spicy biscuits and gravy. Biscuits mm. and gravy. That's You're like... also the same guy who used to go through the DQ drive through line to get gravy. Oh, yeah. Nothing else. Just gravy. Well, I'd get their chicken tenders just so I could get the gravy along with it. And, and I'd, like, dip fries. And I wasn't just taking shots of gravy. I'm not 700 sure? pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Just slapping my arm and, like, taking the gravy intravenously. (laughs) Okay. That actually reminds me. The final cure I think we should end on is uh, I had an EMT friend who told me about the cure they used uh, while going to school. And they would all show up early to class and just hook themselves up to IVs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I read that. It's mainlining uh, a cure. (laughs) Right. Don't try this at home if you're not a trained professional. Unless you're trained. (laughs) 
and you can get the IV, in which case, Quinn, I think you'd agree that they should share. <laughs> fucking go for it. You're you obvious. Know, don't share needles. <laughs> Not the needle, the bag of IV. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I did have uh, uh, just through a series of events that weren't uh, like tragic or anything, I did have saline uh, once when I was hungover. Uh, saline pumped in through an IV. Um, and that, that felt magical. It, it it chilled me a little bit, but oh god, after that, I felt like a million bucks. I I wouldn't go out and like search for that again because that that nah. How do you go out and search for that? I I don't know. Just show up at the hospital and go, hey, here's the deal. I just want to buy an IV. Yeah. Listen here, ma'am. I'll be out of here. Sir, like or ma'am, I, I, I'd like you to hook me up for to an IV. I'm very hungover, but please don't tell my insurance company. <laughs> I have a crisp 20 right here with your name on it. I see this going very well. You're about $1,400 short, Trevor. <laughs> Shucks. And with that, Trevor, thank you for joining us. Do you have anything else to say about hangover cures and anything to give any tips or tricks you can give the audience? I don't think I have any other tips because I already brought up uh, biscuits and gravy. Okay, but I want to point out that you will just eat gravy, and I'm pretty sure I've seen you just eat gravy. W when have you seen I have two. We went through a drive through once where I got the chicken tender basket at DQ. And you just asked for my gravy. <laughs> Though you took it home. I, I don't know what you used with it. To dip it in things. Or if you or did. Like dip things but in, in my it. mind. It, okay. It's to dip. Perkins. <laughs> Perkins. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, Perkins. I dip things in it. What you're talking about is the time, I, I believe, where one of our friends was working. And... It was what, like 2.30 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. And I said, I'll take whatever I got with a side of gravy. And she went on to the next person. And me, not caring about social norms, because we had gone to a few bars and sang some karaoke. I said, hold up. I said, a side of gravy. But what I really want is like a breakfast bowl side of gravy i want a cup of gravy yeah, no it wasn't a cup <laughs> it was a cup. it was legitimately a, a bowl of gravy that she brought out and in that moment she was my favorite person in the world okay but what i heard was that you looked at her and went i would like a bowl of gravy and she went with what and you went i don't care just bring me a bowl of gravy oh yeah i mean the important part is the gravy but i'm not a monster i'm not just taking a spoon and shoveling gravy into my maw like some barbarian i take fries or whatever else note. and dip it into the gravy and eat it that way I'm coming off oh, horribly in this podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to change amazing. my name and move to a different state. 
Well, the main hangover cure here is obviously an entire bowl of gravy at your local breakfast, all-night breakfast eatery. Denny's! (laughs) And with that, (laughs) we will end our show. This is like episode six or seven, I think. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you uh, enjoyed the commentary today on the Prairie Oyster. Trevor, thank you again for coming on. Yeah, anytime you want me to uh, self-deprecate all over this podcast, I'm happy to come back. I think we do a good amount of job of that ourselves, but we can always add in with you. And uh, thank you so much for for Quinn being on today. And I think that's uh, just about it today. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.